five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Modern Toy Fair News, the weekly show that talks about toys. My name is Michael and with me this week once again, the ho- one of the hosts of the Figuratively Speaking podcast, Nate. How are you this week, Nate? Doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good, uh, despite good. despite a few. Uh, yeah, great to see you too. Um, yeah, despite the post office, I'm having a pretty good day. <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the show, the way it works is we break down handful of the news stories that I decided to find on the great big Google machine. We do weekly purchases. I remind you to go and subscribe so you can have a chance to win some stuff, and then we close up the show and send you on your way after wasting an hour of your life. So, might as well just get right into it. So first up, we have from McFarland Toys, as always, tons of news from them. We are getting a My Hero Academia 7-inch, and I'm going to butcher this because I haven't watched the show yet, so I don't know most of the names. Shota Azawa? I'm I'm shocked. I figured Nate would have been a My Hero fan. That's No. All right. And it's not that I don't like it. I don't know it. I mean, I know it from McFarland and from the... uh, Oh, there's another company that's putting some stuff out too. And um, so oh, it's uh, yeah, it's one of the Figma companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Rebel Tech or something like those. Um, yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm honestly shocked that you don't watch that because I, <laughs> I know you're a bit of an anime buff. Um, uh, ish. I mean, yeah. more mostly older stuff, but still, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm big into Dragon Ball Ghibli. Um, that's kind of where it ends. Although I will admit, just this over this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kid got me into uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so I've watched like oh, okay. 130 episodes <laughs> of that. So I'm well versed there. But those figures are like a hundred bucks a piece. So yeah, yeah, that's that's real. Rough. That's a commitment. That that is yeah, that's a big boy commitment right there. <laughs> Talk to me in a year, see where I'm at. <laughs> It'll be like 20 20 figures deep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be this is actually up for pre-order on Walmart.com right now, and it releases in February 2021. Um, obviously, if you haven't realized by now, neither of us are super familiar with the show. I know like yeah. the main character and the big buff guy with the eyebrows. That's all Might. about it. Yeah, all my yeah. eyebrows. Yes, I mean yeah, yeah. you, you know him. I know. <laughs> I have more hair than I do. But the eyebrows. I. It's weird because you've been getting the McFarland Batman stuff. Here, some of right? it um yeah. i'm very i'm very uh, touch and go with it like the the right. the white knight figures absolutely perfect absolute perfection the base figures that they've been doing eh, kind of iffy but I'm, yeah. I'm all in on the uh, death metal figures and, yeah, and also great. the uh, last night on earth with the build a figure of bane yeah. that take my money it, it's weird because i was a mcfarland fan from back in the day like 1995 spawn wave one kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, so I've I've been interested to see his progression. Uh, I was a real big fan of the movie Maniacs and stuff, some of which you can see behind me, although it is a bit of a mess. Things are falling. I'm redoing all of this, but I wanted to have at least some toys in the background that you'd be like, yeah, that guy has got some stuff. Yeah. Um, they don't think you're just some like stranger yeah. that I met at Walmart in right. <laughs> the but, toilet paper aisle. <laughs> uh, I, I Like a lot of people, I, I faded away from McFarlane when he changed the scale and then started doing more sports stuff. Um, I don't buy hardly any of these these new figures. I have two Wonder Woman figures in the Harley and Spawn. 
Mm-hmm. And that's it. I haven't gotten any. I don't have My Hero Academia. I don't. I think I have one Fortnite figure that I use for um, a Harley Quinn display. That Teddy Bear Girl. Oh yeah, she works perfect for that. Mm. Um, so I mean, they're all good figures, and I've really liked where they've gone with this twenty-two point articulation system. Uh, I just I haven't gotten that many of them, and yeah, these characters they they look really cool. And I almost got that guy that had like hands all over him. Like up and down his arms, he had like disconnected hands. Oh. It was very cool. I have no idea. What I, I say is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. It was like in like the second wave, I think. But it was really cool. It looks awesome. I just all those Fortnite figures look incredible. I don't. Oh yeah. I don't play. That, that, I, I look great. I haven't played it in God at least two years, probably at like close to two years, and I I still to this day debate on picking up rex the guy in the t-rex like costume just I'm like okay yeah. that's the character that i that was the one that they got me where i spent some money on it yeah and that was like that i was like that's the best one but i'm like i don't need it it doesn't really fit with any of my displays like if i had like a miscellaneous like here's just right. random crap that i buy yep. just because reasons um i could probably justify it but I, they, they're just so good in the articulation, the, the amount of accessories. I almost bought the, I think its name's Leviathan. He's like the fishbowl head guy. Yeah. Um, I almost bought him just because one, I mean, it's a fishbowl head guy. And right. two, like some of his accessories, I'm like, I could use that. I could use that because anyone who watches the show or knows me personally knows I am an accessory whore. Like, I, I will, I will be out in the street corner if you give me a, a good amount <laughs> of accessories. Um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm all for that, but uh, sticking with McFarlane, we're actually going to go in probably more into your wheelhouse then. Oh. So we got some official images of seven, I believe seven, of the McFarlane Toys Walmart exclusive variants, and they are from DC, Mortal Kombat, Doom, Warhammer, Spawn, and The Witcher. And we are going to get gold label seven inch DC multiverse McFarlane design Batman, which we've already seen pictures of, but this is like a little more official. You see exactly what. Like he comes with instead of just McFarlane holding him on a real terrible like phone camera. Then we have the gold label seven inch Witcher uh, Geralt. We've got gold label seven inch Mandarin Spawn, Mortal Kombat 11 Katana Red variant, a DC Multiverse seven inch Arkham Knight Bronze Batman, which we've seen several times at this point. Yeah. A Doom seven inch Bronze Marauder. And Warhammer 40k unpainted Necron. So my first, like, the first thing I just want to mention is the bronze figures is getting out of hand. Like, I can't imagine any reason for anyone to need that. Because even if you were like, I want it as a statue in my display, you could probably get a real statue. (laughs) And and the 40k thing, like, so this thing is supposed to look like a, um, like unpainted like test figure, like like a prototype style. So I'm like, is, are you just taking advantage of that crowd that much that you're like, we're going to just release a completely just base mold, nothing yeah. and well, sell it to you. I think that's part of the appeal of Warhammer is to like paint your own miniatures. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the idea that they're going with. So you could like paint your own faction or I don't know anything about Warhammer. I yeah. assume there's I, I know that it's like it's got the little figurines and yeah. you get like a big ass map, like full D&D style, like. Yep. You do a campaign because back when I played like magic and stuff like that, the card shop I went to on, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday nights, they'd have like 40K where like mm-hmm. these, and it was, of course, all like as terrible as to say, it was always like these like middle aged dudes. 
Like you've right. got all of us like college kids and high schoolers down in the basement playing magic. And then upstairs you have a bunch of older dudes just sitting there with these tiny figurines that they hand painted and look absolutely incredible. And they're fucking just going to war yeah. on this big table. And I'm like, that looks Some so cool. A war hammer. Ha! Huh. <laughs> I Ooh. see what you did there. Yeah, these are the jokes <laughs> that I bring. That's okay. Those are pretty much my jokes, so it's yeah. going to be real awkward. We're just going to oh, bounce boy. them off each other. Yeah. Usually I just have Jamar judge me as he giggles. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that one actually is... I think that's much cooler than the bronze variants. They were McFarlane was real big on those back in the Spawn days. Just mm-hmm. Let's just spray paint it another color and put it in Kmart, and people will buy it, and we did. Yeah. Um, I had all kinds of figures that were just one color that literally were like spray painted gold. So, uh, you know, that's not for me, but you know, I, I, I hope it does well for them. Mm. I mean, that's what an exclusive should be something that yeah, I feel, cool. I feel like it as exclusive should, I mean, yeah, it, it needs to be something that's kind of out there. That's not going to appeal to everybody. So people aren't butthurt that they can't get it as easily. Right. But I feel like it should be more of just like a color variant, like or yeah. just a slightly different version with or maybe different accessories or something. Something that's minuscule enough that like I have to have it if I'm like all in on the line. But if I'm not, I'm like, OK, that's cool. If I don't get it, no big deal. Um, I, I but, wonder what the legalities would be of like taking like something like the Arkham Joker and mm-hmm. painting him in um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix colors like a red suit, you know, that sort of thing to make it different. Cause they, they're not licensing that movie for, I mean, th- per se. theoretically, if they don't change the face sculpt, they still keep the Arkham Joker face. Yeah. I can't imagine there's any legalities that would stop them because so, like, that would be a fun way to do it. Yeah. And then have Batman in all black or have it mm-hmm. be a blue and gray Arkham variant or something that's like brighter. I think those would be much cooler than a bronze one, but yeah, I'd even be those. like, I would I would hate this because I would need them. But I'd even be cool if like exclusives or variants were more so like, oh, here's a battle damaged version of the character. Yeah. Something so like someone who's crazy like me and loves that kind of thing, I'll eat it up. But like if you're just the normal collector who's like, I don't need Batman beat up, I have my normal Batman. Right. Like that that I feel like would be perfect, but I'd hate it because then I'd have to like hunt harder to find the one I actually want. Right. Right. Uh but I mean like even the the weird like McFarlane designed Batman. I, I, I don't it's know. It's weird I, looking. It is. It's, it's like weird. this weird like steampunk spawn Batman. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what he was going for, but I kind of expected something a little bit different from Todd McFarlane. I don't know. Right. I expected more of like a, like a murder Batman. Like I figured yeah. even like maybe more of like his version of, of Batman, like they did with the black and white statue with like yeah. the real like sharp corners of the cape and, and like, the, like yeah, like, I was not expecting a weird steampunk version, but hey, yeah. I mean, you do you, Todd. Yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, per- that's pretty much what the way he does is he's <laughs> just like, I want this, so I'm going to make this. Yep. Um, but sticking with McFarlane, actually, no, that is it for McFarlane. Sorry. Uh, moving on from McFarlane, we're going to move on to our overlords over at NECA, who gave us new images of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon Splinter and Baxter Stockman 2-pack, which should be hitting stores soonish. Based on the new NECA calendar, it should be like at the end of the month. However, the NECA calendar has already been wrong because the um trog and grander already hit stores like two weeks before they were set on the yeah. calendar 
<laughs> so how, how I just you, were you able to get one of those this week? I, I didn't want them, uh, unfortunately. Okay. I just I, I at this point I I don't want to dive into the line deep enough to get all of the characters, so it's only like the significant ones to me. Um, so like though. at this point, I just want the Splinter and Stockman two pack, the Android body Krang, and then unless they do like vehicles or dioramas, I think I'm pretty set. Like I don't really need like the the little odds and ends because i've got rocksteady bebop slash and leatherhead krang and shredder and the turtles so so you're saying you you don't need neutrinos no no i don't that's gonna be a tough one when it comes to me because i don't want them either Mm -hmm. i never had them as playmates figures i didn't have any of them i was like no thank you i don't like it (laughs) but i'll get them now (laughs) just just because that completest uh Mm -hmm mentality sickness it's it's so difficult it really is well i so here's the question then as a completist do you need two different versions of the um triceraton infiltrymen and roadkill rodney because the first set that hit stores had a misprint and the new sets that are hitting stores have a sticker over the misprint oh it's a box variant yeah i'm good Okay, I wasn't sure, because I know, I remember years ago when Black Series first started, the numbers thing, like, really messed with you, where you were like, I have to make sure I have all of them. Yeah, that that gets solved real quick when you just open everything up instead. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I still have all the boxes on a shelf in my closet, but... I, I could care less if it's a new logo or old logo. Like I saw people yeah. like being like, "What's the new Rocksteady and Bebop gonna have?" And I'm like, "Right, who cares?" Just you know, and if them. you only collect maybe like one line, so maybe you're only into NECA Turtles and this mm-hmm. is it for you. Then yeah, you're probably gonna want those variants yeah. and and stuff. I there's just way too much other stuff to get. Yeah, which I feel like that would only really apply again, like you said, if you're an inbox collector. Because mm-hmm. if you're like doing it, you could army build and buy like seven of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're not going to care at that point if you have which yeah. version of the box. Uh, I, I'm I, just waiting. I think the, the, they're going to be tough enough to get, to get one. I don't think I'm going to bother with, like, trying to army build Rokio mm. Rodney's and Triceraton infantry or anything like that. I, I ended up getting two, I think two of the two packs are the foot soldiers because they were running, like, a buy one, get one half off one time. And they mm-hmm. actually had them in stock. It's just oh, the new ones have been tough to see just sit there. Yeah, these new sets is pretty much like there's like two to five of them, and they're gone within like a yep. couple of days if you're lucky. Um, yeah, I I didn't even buy the foot soldiers. Like all the foot soldiers that have come with them, mm-hmm. I've, I've sold them because I'm like I I just I didn't like the cartoon foot soldiers with the big no. like weird cone heads. Yeah. Um, the only foot soldiers I actively want to army build would be the mirage ones just because that's my favorite They're version cool. that they've done yeah and that's an expensive venture because they only come with that uh, shredder nycc mm-hmm. two or four pack yep and they're all different too mm-hmm. like so like, you're, that's why it's cool you're getting a different you're getting three different foot soldiers there's yeah. slight variations on each one but yeah but yeah that's... but then you have to spend like 200 dollars like multiple times yeah. And then you have a bunch of shredders and and oh, what were they called? They weren't Krang. They were U- Ulog. U- uh, oh, no, uh, U- Utrons. Utrons. That's right. Um, yeah, because I got a lesson from that from Wes when I like came back from NYCC that year, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got a little yeah. Krang, and he's like, that's not Krang. He wasn't called Krang yet. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wes, what a nerd. 
right? Oh, man. And I, I, not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna end up selling Baxter Stockman because I really don't care about him. I just want Splinter. I, they both look great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little miffed because it's like I get these two little guys for fifty bucks. Like, but I mean, if you look at the amount of accessories they come with, yeah. they kind of make up for it. Because like Shredder has like two swords, one that's on fire. He's got a scroll. He's got open book, a closed book. He's got his like pimp daddy chain, a random pistol. Yeah. And the stockman comes with like I think like a house plant, a computer, and a bunch of other stuff. I, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Randy on Twitter confirmed that there would be a uh, Mouser's pack available at some point. Ooh, so now that yeah. that I will army build because those yeah. those are tiny enough that like I can work them into the display, and I just I think the Mousers are cool. Yep. Um, I almost did that with the old Comic-Con set that they did years ago for the Mirage ones. Uh, uh, back before That's the they... only Mirage figure I don't have. Well, the crazy thing is, like, a few years ago, you could get that thing for, like, 40 bucks on eBay. No I big know. deal. Now it's just, like, insane amount of money. That and the, the really crappy blue April. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that was just, like, out of nowhere. No one wanted them, and now all of a sudden people were, like, $300. Uh, so moving on for, from Cartoon Turtles to, in my opinion, the better turtle news of the week, Super 7 finally announced Wave 4 of the Ultimates line. We're getting Donatello, which will include alternate head, hands, communicator, the classic weapons rack, uh, comma, turtle, fist daggers, bow staff, and ninja stars. Mondo Deco, uh, Deco, Mondo Gecko includes alternate head, alternative hands, and turbocharged sewer skateboard. Casey Jones includes alternate hands, golf bag, three baseball bats, each with different moldings, two uh, hockey pucks, and two hockey sticks, which also have different moldings, and also the classic uh, style weapons rack. And rounding out the wave, we have Muckman with Joe Eyeball, which will include alternative hands, a trash can, and a bazooka. So, not gonna lie, I'm both excited and sad about this news. So... Why are you sad? So for anyone who like has actually consistently watched the show or even watched my review of the Raphael, I hate the Playmates figures. Like growing oh, up, I loved really? the car- I loved the ones like from the cartoon with like the right. weird gimmicky like uh, Leo had like the pop out eyes and like stupid stuff like that. But I did not like the the 80s versions, the originals. Those essentially, like, I think me and Jamar talked about them. Those were essentially, like, de- I had them, but they were designated as, like, bathtub toys because I didn't want to ruin my good ones. Wow. Um, and I, so I like, I love this line just because the, the figures are incredible. And the alternate head is just, you know, modern enough to, like, pass as, like, a comic book turtle instead. But, of course, they had a McDonatello, that sewer poop green. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, they've all been. They're all going to be a different color. They're slight. Different, I, I like know. Shades. But all the, uh, the other three have always just been like, oh, a half a shade off. And Donatello looks like he like fell asleep in the sun too long. That's because he's the best turtle. <laughs> he is, which is why he shouldn't be sewer poop green. <laughs> yes, he should. I'm very into his sewer poop green. Like, I'm still going to get it. But I'm very, very sad, especially because my my kind of ruins my plan because I have discovered this new obsession of of customizing things. And I saw someone do this with the NECA turtles, which I did with Leo and I'm going to eventually do with the rest of them. But I also did it with my raft where let me grab them off the shelf over here. 
I actually wrapped his hands and arms and feet and everything to make him look more like the comic books. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and I'm like, that way I get even further away from like the playmates look. But I don't know, like, if it's gonna bother me too much that that Donnie's gonna be that that's that's such a dramatic different shade. But <laughs> but I, I'm I, yeah. I'm pre-ordering it, so it doesn't matter. They're gonna take my money because Donnie's the best turtle, and right. I'm already like I, I got that Raphael figure, who's the worst turtle, and I fell in love with it. I'm like, I honestly want this more than the NECA turtles at this point. Like these are yeah. just so good. Yeah. And then, you know, cause the, the turtles are a good size and mm-hmm. seeing how much bigger Muckman is than Donatello in those pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, that thing's going to be gigantic. Oh dude. Even when they showed off, um, Rocksteady and Bebop and how much yeah. bigger they are. I'm like, Oh right. yes. Yeah. These yeah. They're going to be great. I think the only other one I'm like, cause I, I I've already st- like stated since I'm not doing this because they're playmates style, I'm just doing it because I want certain ones for my own nonsense. I want Casey Jones just cause I love his accessories, yeah. but I don't like him. <laughs> I think I, I don't like that style of him. So I'm like, right. do I need to spend $45 to get like a bunch of baseball bats and, and, and hockey sticks. I mean, you're the accessory whore. Only you can I, answer that. I am. And I'm just very, very like on the, I'm going, keep going back and forth. Like I haven't actually put the pre-order through yet. Cause I'm like, oh, if I'm going to do, it, I'm going to do them both at the same time. I'm not going to have two right. orders come through. Might as well pay for shipping once. But I'm like, oh man, do I need it? And I keep looking at well, like, oh, each one's individual, like molding, like, oh. Are you doing it through Big Bad Toy Store or through Super 7? I was going to do these ones through, through uh, Super 7 because the rest okay. of them, I, I was on the boat late. So yeah. I had to do them through Big Bad Toy Store. And I feel like since Donnie's my favorite, I'm not going to want to wait two months after right. everyone else gets him. Like, I'll, if, if I have to wait that long, I'll probably break down and spend like 60 bucks or 80 bucks on on Facebook or eBay or something to snag him from someone. But so I'm like, I have to get him from super seven just to make sure that I get him right away. Yeah. uh, But moving on from (laughs) super seven. I mean, we can, we can spend hours on those, those turtles. It's Oh, oh, we, we a hundred percent could. I mean, I'm sure with, the other you know host that you have you guys probably talk turtles oh more so than most we we, we had a we used to have a segment called turtle watch 2020 where we go through and, those. yeah where we've talked about uh neca and all the news back when you know everything hit like the shit hit the fan with mm-hmm. like the first set of releases and everything so we essentially would spend like 30 minutes on the news and then 40 <laughs> minutes talking about ninja turtles and yeah whether or not we hate or love NECA that week. (laughs) So like, trust me. Yeah, we could go for hours. We could, we could make literally just a show about Ninja Turtle toys and and still fill the full like hour time slot. Yeah. Um, but from Hasbro, we have announcements of a Thanos and children of Thanos five pack. And I'm going to butcher all these names because it's been so long since I've seen the movies. Uh, (laughs) we've got, I'll, I'll try to help. Yeah, I, I hope you can. Uh, Proxima Midnight, Ebony Maw, Corvus Glaive. Corvus, close. Corvus, okay. Uh, Call Obsidian, and Thanos, but he comes with his finger-looking-good, extra-crispy, swappable head and arm. And this set is listed at $119.99 on Amazon with a December yeah. 15th ship date. 
And I've seen very mixed feelings about this from from collectors. And yeah. I can tell by your face that you, you're one of them. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. Um, I pre-ordered it within like three seconds of seeing the first picture. Um, it, what's, what's interesting is every one of those figures has been changed to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, Ebony Maw and Corvus Glaive probably the least. But and I've heard them talk about this a lot, and I know this about you know toys with it being like almost a year out gestation period. Mm-hmm. They're working from a lot of um, concept like art. Hasbro. It's concept art. Yeah. So by the time that the movie comes out and the figures are out, they're a little off. Yeah. And so they've they've taken this opportunity, to, I think, to correct that because Call Obsidian was one of the worst, and that was a build a figure. And when you got him completed, like his torso. Mm-hmm look nothing like it did in the movie mm-hmm. um thanos looks way better now yeah you get i mean some people are saying it's oh i'm paying 20 dollars for an extra arm and a head eh, i think there's a lot more there proxima midnight has a whole new head sculpt that looks more movie accurate um you get a, a couple of different weapons and things like that so i it, it's twofold here like either you have them and you don't want to spend the money which i get mm-hmm. or you didn't get them because some of those were a pain to get um and you get this or you're an idiot like me and you have those and you'll get this one too i mean in your defense like you said they they finally corrected it so it is more movie accurate which i feel like if i was going to if i was in the mcu line and i was collecting those figures i'd rather get the movie accurate ones than the ones that are nowhere near close because they were based on concept art because they weren't finished so like and especially for that price point i mean these figures retail usually around like 20 bucks. So five yeah, these of them are mostly, I mean, call obsidian was a build a figure. Thanos was a build a figure. Um, the other ones, I think, well, Corvus Glaive and Ebony Maw were in two packs. Mm-hmm. Or no, Ebony Maw came separately. I'm, I'm misremembering. Um, but you know, it's just like the people that are getting mad about it. Like, I'm just asking them, like, I want to ask them, would you rather them not fix it? and just leave it the way that it is? Or would you rather them fix it and give you an opportunity to buy it altogether? Like, it would be even worse if they fixed it and put them in another wave with, like, a Build-A-Figure or something like that. This is an Amazon exclusive. You don't you don't have I, to I, buy it. I, I feel like that's where... I think the problem is, like, to be devil's advocate, is more so that they want that alternative arm and head. Mm-hmm but they don't want to get the other five figures because they're satisfied with the versions they got. Because let's be honest, like unless you're hardcore into the MCU, you, you don't care about the children of Thanos that much. Yeah. So like it, it, you could live with or without them, depending on how accurate they are. But that, that like burnt up crispy Thanos arm and head, those ones are a little cooler just cause you know, it's, it's, it's that variation that we don't get. We don't get battle damage stuff often. Right. So like it's that allure and you're like, oh, well, that's the only part I want. Now I have to spend one hundred and twenty dollars to get it. And like even that, like even with the two of them being build figures, one hundred twenty bucks is not bad for what you're getting because build figures now that they're being repackaged as normal figures are like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. So you've got 60 plus three other figures that are 20. So, I mean, you're, you're at that one hundred twenty dollars and I imagine it's probably free shipping of prime. So realistically, it's no different than if you bought it at Walmart. But I get it. Yeah, if I if I was one of those people who was like, I have the Chiller of Thanos just because one, I wanted to have it completed. I don't care what they look like. They're just in the back of my display. Um, but I want that Thanos. Then yeah, that sucks. But at the same time, you might as well order it because if you try to buy that separate, you're gonna probably spend 
80 or 90 bucks to get that when you could just sell the rest of them for like 10, 20 bucks and try to make some of your money back if you don't want it. Yep. You won't get, you know, exactly back, but you'll get mm-hmm. a portion of it if you don't want them. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's what I do all the time. Like that. That's what I do with like a lot of the NECA turtle stuff. Like I said, I sell the, the foot soldiers because I have no interest in them. Right. So someone gets one of those for a decent price and I can make some of my money back and I'm happy. So yeah, absolutely. So you just got to bite the bullet, man. Yep. Uh, so this weekend would have been NYCC mm-hmm. and companies are kind of spreading it out throughout a course of a couple of weeks, just like they did with Comic-Con. So we have Tamashi Nations who showed off more pictures of at least one and a half figures. I'm I'm kind of excited about one. I'm like iffy. The other one, I'm super excited. So we're getting the SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball launch, but it looks like she now comes with both the blue hair and the blonde. Yeah. Which before they showed her off of the blue, and then the one I, I this is a must for me. First form Frieza, but he actually is coming with his hover round yep. pod, and like that. I was already on board for this figure and I was like, they're going to charge me like 60 bucks for this little, little rinky dink Frieza, but I'll do it anyway. But the fact that he comes with the, the pod and I assume like an alternate tail. So it's like kind of folded over that. Yep. Take my money. Uh, and yeah, then of course I... they put up pre-orders for the uh, Bandai, the premium Bandai exclusive Raditz, which is $70 and ships in April, which I have to have that too. Yes. How many of the premium Bandai have you done? Uh, so far, I think only one or two. I, 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 this summer, because of this show, I just recently jumped back on the figure arts bandwagon because I, I, I had cut so much stuff out of my collection for a long time. And then Comic Con happened, and I managed to get the um, Ultra Instinct sign Goku. And I, and I got it in the mail. I'm like, this thing's incredible. And I'm like, I have to have more. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think Make I got Jace. And... Yeah, I think I got Jace. I, I'm going to pre-order Raccoon just because now, since I missed out on... Well, I didn't really miss out because he came out at like a normal retail, but I'm probably going to pick up Genyu in that two-pack yeah. that they're doing for NYCC weekend. Um, but yeah, I, I think in just the couple months that I've been doing, or back in the line, I've got... I have about 17 of them. Nice. Um, one of them being Thick Boy Great Ape Vegeta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got him. Yeah. I, I yeah. That, That's my favorite version of Vegeta. Like, that's one of the one of the only Funko Pops I own is that one. So yeah. when they showed that off, I was like, I need it. And then they finally put it for pre-order. I'm like, I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Friday. Oh, he's yeah, so, he's so, so thick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a chunk of plastic. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. That box showed up and I was I was not prepared when I opened yeah, that. No. I'm like, I'm like, oh, damn. No, that's <laughs> it was even bigger than I thought. It was, it's yeah, massive. like I expect I was like, I was like, OK, so I've got like, you know, fully like bulked up Broly. So I'm like, he's probably gonna be about twice that size, is my guess. Nope. He's at nope. least three times that size. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I love what they're showing already. I love what they're doing with um, the premium site. Uh, Raditz looks fantastic, oh, even yeah. though he's like such a he's he's a he's only in it for a little bit, but he's so crucial. He is. Um, he's really that like pillar that like yeah. that entire series is built off of. Yep. And I love that they're like I liked Dragon Ball Super. It was great, mm-hmm. and I liked that they did a lot of those characters. But you know, getting these 
uh, Frieza era, era characters and, you know, the grade eight, like that's the stuff I want to see more of in addition to the original Dragon Ball stuff. And mm-hmm. it's funny because you say launch, I say lunch. I, because I'm so used, I only watch the, the, oh, that's right. You're, you're, yeah, I'm you're, like, you're, I'm you're a purist, purist. Fine. but I'm not going to hold that against you. You like what you like and that's what you should do. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm going to be different. straight up with, with my, with my viewership. I only yeah. like the dubbed version for two right. reasons. One, because Goku's a voice in the Japanese version is very annoying to me. And two, I am at best a remedial reader. So trying to read subtitles while keeping up with what's going on the screen is yeah. a no go for me. Like I, I just, I can't do it no matter how hard I try. So I don't have a choice. I, I either have to assume what's going on or I have to watch the dubbed version. Yeah. Your number one is also my number one for watching the, the, uh, subtitled version like oh, my you, goku you, has to have that, that that screechy like yes like to clearly me, a woman goku voice um i hadn't i hadn't watched the dub in i mean i'm gonna say at least 16 17 years ever mm-hmm. since they started putting the initial dvds out in like 2002 2003 i've never turned back so when i went to see the the broly movie this was the first time I'd seen. The oh, dub. That, yeah, that would have to be a little bit of a shell shock for you. I was actually kind of impressed because I've always hated the dub and the voice actors and stuff. And I, and I thought that they've grown like a ton. I realized mm-hmm. that a lot of them were the same, um, but they really have like the guy that does Goku now portrays him more appropriately. Um, you know, Goku is not very bright. He's very oh, yeah, he's, he's dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. And I don't think that that came across early on in the in the dub. He was more of the the hero, and I was like, eh, I need him to sound like a little little tiny Japanese lady. And I feel like that that more is just that's just you know because America's like we can't have this on the show and, and right. not be the hero. We want to market this to sell toys. Yep. No, and I understand completely why they did it. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it because yeah. To me, what I love about it is basically his balls never dropped because he sounds the same <laughs> from when he was a kid all the way up through. So, and apparently that's all Saiyans because Gohan and Goten are the same as well. That's so, funny. Yeah. Ironically, I think, lady. I think in the dubbed, they actually, when they switched from Dragon Ball Z to Kai and, and also super, they changed the voice actor for Gohan. Cause oh, even in okay. the new Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game, I'm like, I need to go rewatch the like original version because this voice just seems just just off enough. Like it sounds like someone's trying to match it versus actually being the voice, Um, which that's one thing I will say. If you I know you're not a big video game person, but if you get the chance, the the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game is absolutely fantastic. And I I feel like they, they feel like they've corrected the issue of Goku being like the hero, like he's very yeah. much like this idiot who just happens to fall into the hero care category. Oh, that's cool. Um, I bought it because it came with a great statue. I su- I was just about to say, I'm assuming you only own it to get that really cool statue yep. that I wanted, but I couldn't justify the 250 for it. My wife just bought it for me. This, oh, this is damn. a nice thing. This is nice. The part about being married to someone who makes way more than you do. Um, <laughs> I highly recommend it. If you can do that. Uh, <laughs> You've heard it here first. Yeah. Always marry up when it comes to financials. Find you a sugar mama or sugar daddy. Please do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I bought two games in the last year. Both of them were to get toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the Dragon Ball game and then uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I got that oh. that Purge Trooper, which I'm so glad I did because that's like 80, 90 bucks now. 
Um, but I haven't played that either. I'm, yeah, a, I, I'm shocked you didn't get the adventure one. Um, I, I pre-ordered it so I could get the Outback Hulk. And then when I went to go pick up Outback Hulk, I didn't have to buy the game anymore. Oh. And considering that I didn't play the last two. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get to that anytime soon. Yeah. And reviews were so kind of mixed that I was like, if I really, really want it, I'll find it for like 30 bucks in a couple months. I mean, I'll tell you this right now. I played the beta for that game. Not worth it. Yeah. Like, so, it, it, And when I went to go pick up my Outback Hulk, I had, I had already put 15 bucks down and I only owed six, which made no sense. But maybe Sugar Mama Wife went and paid the rest off when you weren't looking. No, no. I don't, I don't think so. Not for that. Not for. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yes, yeah, so staying with Premium Bandai, though, we also are getting a Star Wars. Probably gonna mess this one up. Meishu movie realization Ronin Mandalorian. And this guy comes with a blaster rifle, blaster pistol and sword. He's $100 and ships in March 2021. So. I have to ask, because I know you're you're you you're hard with Star Wars. Like that's that's like almost like your main line. Do you do the, the like Samurai Ronin ones? Mm-mm. They're neat. I, I yeah. think they're cool. They I have no place for them. I don't really do I don't like to do a lot that aren't screen accurate or um anything too outside of the normal. Um like I said, I think they're neat, but for the price, uh yeah, I don't blame you there. Like, if, like if you were doing the figure arts versions of the on-screen ones, probably a little more justifiable, just because it's like, oh, at least this one's less screen accurate and it's pretty substantially like quality-wise better than the Hasbro versions. Right. So like, it's worth the money. These are really cool. I like the idea behind it, but I feel like it'd be cooler if like maybe Disney did like a anime in this style for yeah, Disney cool. Plus or something. Then. Then it's like, okay, that that mentality of like, oh, you have to have a cartoon to go with the toys to sell them. Well, it's almost true because these don't like even if there was a comic or something, something to sell me on these versions of the character just to get me more invested. So I'm like, okay, I really dig this version of the property. So I want these instead of just being like a a real like niche crowd where you're like, oh, there's some people out there who just love that like samurai and ninja like style. So they're going to buy it anyway. Yeah, I. I guess that's a very niche market, niche market of samurai Star Wars. I, I, I mean, I know Star Wars has its roots in samurai movies and such, but still, that that's, it seems a bit stretched. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a, a reach to be like, oh yeah, well you yeah. know, technically George Lucas this that, and you're like, yeah, but like that that's 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 a, yeah. you're just you're just trying to make an excuse at that point to get it. Like at that point, just buy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but sticking with all, like all the Bluefin brand stuff, we are also getting, and I'm assuming it's not pre-order because it just says add to cart, so it must. I'm assuming it's, ship, it's shipping now. But we are finally gonna get a Nasica of the Valley of the Wind, Vandai. I'm having a Sauzu Galleria, and it's a two and a half, roughly two and a half inch figure she comes with her walking stick a rifle worm flute interchangeable parts and the glider and from the pictures it looks like the glider actually lights up the only caveat is it's 98 dollars. but as a as a nasca fan like a huge nasca mm. fan i'm like i i need this because it's so cool but i keep them like yeah. it's only two and a half inches <laughs> yeah uh 
oh man, I could have made a really bad joke in my direction. But <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Uh and just say that my wife is a huge fan of Nausicaa. Not a huge fan of two and a half inch things so much. Um, <laughs> I still went there anyway. But I yeah, this this is a must have. I mean, they just don't make stuff for Nausicaa enough. It's the first mm-hmm. uh big Hayao Miyazaki original film. It's technically not even Studio Ghibli because the studio wasn't formed yet, even though mm. it is. Yeah. Um, so it's that early. And we just don't get that much stuff for this. We were talking about this before we started. Mm. And, you know, there's tons of Totoro stuff. There's tons of um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Even, like, what my favorite, which is um, Princess Mononoke. There's there's some stuff. There's not a lot. Even even Hell's Moving Castle. That. Like, there's st- tons mm-hmm. of stuff from that. Yeah, it's spirited away. Oh, my God. We have so many no-face things in the house. It's not even funny. Um, but Nausicaa, there's just, there's just not enough. There's a few model kits. There's, like, a mm-hmm. few bug model kits. But that's kind of it. Yeah, I just, I keep looking at it and like, oh, man. Even at that, if, if it looks even half as good as the picture, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, that's impressive for, for two-inch tall, like, yeah. Action yeah. figure because that looks like they've got more detail in that than you get in a three and three quarter scale like GI Joe or mm-hmm. Star Wars figure. Yep, I just yeah, oh, it, that... it looks incredible. I they, like like I said, they just don't make enough. Like I don't think you can pass this up. Yeah, I might have to to just you know slide into my girlfriend's DMs with a hey, I know what I want for Christmas. There you go. Because I I, I don't know like I want it so bad, but I just can't in my head just find ninety eight dollars for. Two two and a half inches. I know, but you're also getting the glider. I mean, the main part. Yeah. And... But like, so. I, I, for someone who buys like Mezco figures, yeah, I get which it. are in that price range where I get a six inch action figure of soft goods clothing, tons of accessories, hands, heads. To be like, oh well, it's only two and a half inches, but you get the glider. I'm like, mm, mm. yeah, I get it. But you still need I'm to like, get it. I, I, I do. It's oh, it looks so cool. Like I You'll literally the react the, the re- reaction you had when I sent you the folder for this week's episode mm-hmm. was the reaction I had when I saw it on Twitter. Like I went to Bluefin uh, Bluefin Brands Twitter just because I was trying to find the links for the like two deal things for like seventy dollars for the figure arts and all that. And I saw that and I, I openly like like squeaked. I was, I was like, oh, I have to have this. Like it was Oh, it's a must. It's, yeah, it's it's probably going to be into my cart by the end of the night. Um, rounding out the Bluefin brands, though, we have Storm Collectibles, who announced, and I've seen like I I feel like I've seen this anime, but I just can't place it in my head. Um, gotcha Man Ken Washio, the Eagle, and he is still pending license approval, so there's no dates or information or price or anything on it yet. Just kind of some basic prototype pictures. He looks really cool. Yeah, and so you probably might know this under the Americanized name, which is Battle of the Planets. Okay, so that does was, sound a little more familiar. I think in the late 70s, early 80s, um, and they showed it over here as Battle of the Planets, um, and it was popular. It was, it was actually, I mean, I'm old, but that's before my time, um, but I have, I know of it, and I've seen some of the Gotcha Men, which is the original show from Japan. Um, mm-hmm. They've tried to, like, re, like in the early 2000s, uh, a lot of companies were relaunching comic books. That's when uh, Devils Do relaunched G.I. Joe and uh, Dreamwave relaunched Transformers. This was before IDW and Battle of the Planets was one of those other ones. They tried to relaunch and make it relevant again. Um, but it's cool to see these figures because 
I forget what company, some company brought some figures out and they are very pricey. And even that storm collectibles, which are what about a hundred bucks. Yeah. They usually range from depending on how big it is, 75 to like 150, depending if yeah. it's like a big figure or like a normal. Yeah. And this will be much higher quality than those older ones. So if people oh, are yeah. fans of that property, it, they're really cool looking. They're all yeah. kind of like a bird motif and yeah, I, I, I like I vaguely remember like this almost like a, like Power Rangers. Like each of them has a different color yeah. and their capes are slightly different. Some are shorter, some are like longer. Uh, like they in my head, follow the Voltron archetype because yeah, the main hero guy. There's the big guy. There's the little guy. Yeah, like in my head, like I said, I keep visualizing it. I can see it and it, like I recognize it, but I can't mm-hmm. like I couldn't yeah. tell you any of their names. I couldn't tell you what the plot is. Like it, all of it just nowhere to be found i could tell you some of the names from voltron that's all i got yeah i, I couldn't even tell you that <laughs> pidge pidge keith i think lance was one princess allura are you sure this, you're just naming like coming back to me now I haven't, <laughs> I haven't thought about voltron in a long time i feel like you're just naming off like in sync characters at this point you'll and... never know <laughs> i might be uh but closing out check <laughs> yeah i, I know i won't right Uh, closing out the news, though, we have some NYCC exclusives from Storm Collectibles. So we have Street Fighter V, E-Honda, the nostalgia version. We have Samurai Showdown, Haurumuru, in red costume. The Golden Axe, Purple Skeleton Warrior 2-pack. And the Mortal Kombat, Motaru, bloody version. So I'm just going to say, I have resisted buying the Golden Axe skeletons since they like came out but seeing a purple version of them like ooh, i might i might pull the trigger finally they're so versatile they really are like there's they so could, many things I you mean, could you do. don't need to have it for golden axe who cares yeah. that, i mean that was they're that was cool. that was my rationalization with them originally was like oh i can yeah. put this with almost anything like yep. they're so cool but it's like do you need them do you really need it just like skeletons i'm like yeah i do and then and they're purple and i'm like oh purple ones yeah purple ones i mean mm-hmm. that's just a no-brainer the best color for the best turtle with now That's the best right. skeletons. So like yes. full circle. <laughs> yes. hundred percent agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have any storm collectibles whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a friend who had um, some of the mortal Kombat ones. They look great. They display awesome. Um, it's just, they don't have any properties that I'm really, really into. Cause I don't do a lot. Like obviously with games, since I don't I haven't, I haven't played I used to really like games, but mm. I haven't played games. You reach a certain age, and it's like, Mm-mm. I'm going to go to bed. I can stay up and play hours of games, or I can go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. I, mean, I feel that. I do like my sleep, but no. man. Right. <laughs> I I personally, I've only, I think I've only owned three. I do have the exclusive they did a few weeks back for Scorpion, where he's got ice arms. Because I'm just like, oh, that's cool. That it's just something where it's like really cool looking, and either I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna love it, or it's gonna have enough value to use as trade fodder because it's gonna be something super sought after. Because on the website, he sold out instantly, but Big Bad Toys had him for like a couple, like maybe an hour or so. So I was able to sneak in there and grab it. Um, beyond that, the only other two I think I've owned is I are a couple Street Fighter ones, but not because I'm a Street Fighter fan, like I enjoy it, but it's not like something I actively collect. I was actually using them for customs. So I originally bought Ryu with the intentions of using his parts to make a soft goods Bane figure. But then 
they came out with Alex, who's this big beefy boy, and I'm like, well, bye bye Ryu. We've got a new uh, a new option in town, and I got him, and he did become my bane, which I showed off in last week's weekly purchases. And that they're incredible figures, like their articulation yeah. and everything. Even like, I have a baggie full of the accessories I didn't use, like his faces and energy effects. I'm like the energy effects. I'm like, I almost want to keep them, but I don't have a use for them. Like they're just so cool, with, like the details and the like color and stuff. Well, I mean, you could definitely try to incorporate them into your figure arts with your Dragon Ball. That's what I, I miss. The early Dragon oh, Ball dude, figures yeah. used to come with way more effects, and the figure rise figures come with effects. Uh, I just I would love more of those. I think those look so cool when you get them all set up. Yeah. Did you see that they actually uh, on their Instagram, Tamashi Nation, put up a poll to ask fans, like, what do they want more of? More faces, more energy effects, more accessories. And I'm like, well, this is the order I'd want it in. I'd want, you know, faces, energy and the accessories. But ultimately, I'd rather you just, you know, maybe give me more faces with the figures and then sell me a pack yes. of like five yep. energy effects yep. in various colors or like here's these energy effects of blue, same ones in purple, red, yeah. so on forth. I, I will throw money at you yep. till the end of my days yep. to just get multicolored energy effects. And yep. I'm hoping they actually read the comments in them because if they did, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's, that's the way to do it. Like I, I keep debating on, um getting because the ultra instinct silver haired goku he comes with the the kamehameha ball which could be used for like a thousand different things and yep. i keep debating on just like well i could just buy a bunch of those and sell the bodies for fodder to people who want to customize them and then i'd have just a bunch of these little energy balls laying around but i'm like oh man that's a lot of work <laughs> right that is a lot of work <laughs> um especially because they don't they, they don't stick in the hands very well like, I actually got tired of it at one point, and thank God most of the, like, flesh-toned hands are the same color. I took one of the um, Saiyan Raised on Earth Goku hands, the like, the one that's, like, like this, glued it to that hand, and right now I'm using it for Gogeta on my shelf with uh, Broly. And I'm like, well, yeah. now I need, a, I need one for the other hand, too. So I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problems we face. Oh, man. Those first world toy collector mm, problems. True. Oh, man. So that wraps it up for the news. We're going to move on to weekly purchases. I'm going to let Nate take it over because yeah. I'll be honest with everyone. My weekly purchases got shit canned because the post office decided that it was too late for them to come to my door and just left a notice telling me to come pick up my Power Ranger. So it's it's all up yeah. to you to, to carry this segment. All right. Well, let me see. I got a couple of things here. Um, the first thing I'm going to show is not even mine. Uh, but I thought I'd show it off. I bought this for a friend of mine. These just kind of dropped suddenly. Um, I found them this weekend. So this is the Vintage Collection Star Wars. A new wave kind of appeared. We knew about Cheer at Imwe from Rogue One. Uh, mm -hmm. That was up for pre-order on Pulse months ago. Um, but then it also has the ARC Trooper 5s, which is actually from that um, Hasbro Pulse Con exclusive 3-pack. Mm -hmm. One of those is on the, on the Vintage card and then a, a Luke. But I thought this Hondo was really cool. I thought it was interesting that it was on a Star Wars card, though, instead of, like, uh, Clone Wars or Rebels or something oh, like that. Weird. Yeah, because uh, Fives comes with a, a Clone Wars card. Um, I also got a couple of Pulse uh, deliveries. This is the exclusive. This was going to be the European exclusive Cad Bane. Um, so it's got the Toto 
robot in there. That's the exclusive part. This will be in the main line. Um, I got this because it went up for pre-order and I could. And then a buddy of mine who's a total inbox collector didn't get it. So he's taking mine. He's buying mine off me. Oh, I'll just nice get the regular. You. Yeah, I'll just get the regular retail edition. I don't really need the robot. I only got it because I could. <laughs> um, and then one of the uh, one of my uh, Hasbro PulseCon Ooh. exclusives came. This thing is nice. So this is the Snake Supreme Cobra Commander, and it's got this nice little slip cover, and it's got this really cool, obviously Cobra, but snake motif all over it. But the way that it opens. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So um, I already have the regular Cobra Commander and I'm going to get the or I, I have the Pulse exclusive Regal Cobra Commander, which is like a different lighter blue. shade That's of blue. Whole, yeah. Yeah. So this one, I think I'm going to leave like this in the box. I mean, you can take him out. I mean, he's not mm -hmm. behind plastic, but this is just such a cool display and such yeah, a cool thing. Yeah, that, that's just so cool. Like, that's one of those things yeah. where I almost have to buy two, one so I could play with one and the other one yeah. just to have like that. <laughs> yeah, so it is very nice, and I love the packaging display. So, And I didn't get my Hellfire Club or my Endor set from, from Hasbro, so this was the only thing I got, um, with the exception of also, a lot of this stuff isn't for me, but I'm showing it <laughs> off anyway. Nate's out there just, you know, Helping people out, going I try. I toy really shopping. So, so this is the other PulseCon exclusive that I got. Oh, the, the uh, yeah, the Tully's Terrible yeah. Night. So yeah, this I got for a friend too. I have, I don't get the Plasma collection. I, I bought the Maddie Collector ones when they came out. And then the Diamond mm -hmm. Select ones were announced. So I sold all my Maddie Collector ones. And I've got the Diamond ones. And honestly, I, I like those. They're good. The, the Hasbro ones are better face sculpts, 100%. Um, but uh, I'm good. So, but I did pick this up for him since I'm a premium member. Um, so it's got the other terror dog in there, or at least the option to display it as the other terror yeah. dog. Because the terror dog was the Build-A-Figure, and there's two. Mm -hmm. So so that was cool. So, yeah, I remember when they announced those, that was a big thing. Like, oh, are yeah. people going to buy a second wave of these just to get a second terror dog? Yeah, it was a pain enough to get a second one from Diamond Select. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right. So then, then you already saw my other big 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 purchase literally which yeah, is the, the biggest yeah i just yeah <laughs> i just got that last friday um how do you have yours displayed are you um so right now he's actually just in like a, a vanilla pose behind me looking oh, down okay. at everybody uh, i plan to probably have him displayed like hunched over with like the squeezing goku yeah. and like the poked out eye yep um haven't decided oh. if i'm gonna have yajirobi on there or not but <laughs> have Yajirobe in there. All right, so let's 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 show some stuff off that I got for me. Um, I had this last week, but I, I forgot to mention it, and then I got a chance to open it over the weekend, which is my Profit Director oh, Destro. I'm so jealous that you find you got the Pimp Daddy Destro. Yeah, I've been waiting awesome. for mine. Oh, it's so cool. It's so ridiculous. It's. I mean, do you know the history behind it? I have no clue. I just we, one week we covered it and I'm like, oh, my God, it's Pimp Daddy Destro. Like, I'm yeah. not a G.I. Joe guy and I need this just because it's yeah, so, so funny because it's awesome. Um, you know, back in 1997, the original G.I. Joe line had been dead for three years and they did a, a Toys R Us exclusive run. Uh, they were just remolds using old molds, but they took the mold from the second Destro figure, which was like 91 or 92. And they were playing around with color variations. And one of the things that they came up with was this leopard print collar and this red jacket. And 
the rumor is that there's less than 400 of them in existence that made it out of the factory. That wasn't, mm-hmm. it was a test. It was never supposed to be released. Um, I remember when the, those, those came in, I actually worked at Toys R Us in 1997 at that time. Um, I want to say I saw one, but I think that's just my memory filling in a gap that really wasn't there. Cause I didn't buy those. Um, but that was like then became the famed Pimp Daddy Destro. Mm-hmm. And then they redid it as a San Diego exclusive in the 25th anniversary line. Um, and so now they did that with the, the classified. And it's, it's great. The, the little, uh, the cape is awesome. The sunglasses are just great. I mean, this is so not Destro. And that's what just makes it even better. Like, I mean, just look how ridiculous. And the whole leopard it's, cape. Oh, it's so it's great. It's insane. This, this could fit. I mean, this could be an amazing street level uh, villain for your Punisher figure or mm-hmm. Daredevil or something like that. I mean, you you can use this for other things. No problem. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Entertainment Earth to be like, it's here. T- yeah, take, let's take your money. And they're just they're taking a good old time. I, I had it on pre-order through Pulse. I ended up canceling. It. I had it at GameStop and it was the same price. So I, I grabbed it. Um, and then let me show off this. So I finally threw Big Bad Toy Store. I got my Toxic Avenger from Super Ooh. 7. So my Toxie. So he's very cool. Looks very much like the original Toxic Crusader figure, which I have somewhere. I don't have a lot of vintage on display, but I have a lot of it still boxed up mm-hmm. from when I was a kid. Um, and then let's see. Probably my favorite purchase of the week. And this will go back to last week's ridiculous uh, Power Ranger conversation. <laughs> So this is an SH Figure Arts. This is a red Die Ranger. Um, this is from. I always have to look at it to get the entire name. Gosai Sentai Die Ranger, which you can see here. Oh. I have on DVD. Now you would not recognize this guy. No. They will never make him in uh, the Lightning Collection, which is why I'm glad I have this Figure Arts. But you may recognize one of his teammates. Um. Because the White Ranger was the was a Die Ranger character. He's the only oh. character they carried over into Power Rangers, with the exception of the Zords and the villains. The team never got used. So I actually have some more Die Ranger representation. They don't scale exactly. But you, um, you put them in those dynamic poses and you couldn't tell yeah, anyway. It, it'll be fine. So yeah, I was really happy to get this because I got this for a great deal. Um and then literally today, I just I stopped at Target and I picked up Daredevil Ooh, nice. and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Um, I think these look great. People are trying to sell off their Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and I, I have to have her. Like I have loved all of these Fox X Men figures. Um, then I also got Wolverine. Ooh, I saw that one today while I was out. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so these are great. I, I like the Amazon exclusive one better, but it's still cool. Mm-hmm. And then Old Man Logan and Old Man Hawkeye. So I just picked up those. So um, I think that's it, which is still a lot. Yeah, I mean, that, that's I think that might be the second most that we've ever had during a, uh, a, a <laughs> weekly purchases. I think the most was there was one week where I, I went a little little crazy with the figure arts. And I, I literally between figure arts and a few other things. I had like 17 things in my wow. weekly purchases. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Um, so like, I think that's our, our, our current record. And I think you got pretty close there. 
Yeah, I, I also, it's not a toy per se, but I also got the uh, Friday the 13th Scream Factory set in this week, Blu-ray set. So it's like oh. 16 discs or something for all 12 movies. Um, so I was pretty excited about that. Very nice. Yeah. So since I don't have anything for weekly purchases, I want to pose a question just because I have a an internal dilemma that I'm dealing with with the okay. toy world at the moment. So have Fresh you... Uh, you're you're, uh, you're obviously in different toy groups on on Facebook and such. Yes. Have you ever just gotten to a point where the community of a certain line got so toxic or just so like almost like internally like cannibalized that you just kind of lost interest in the line and like we're kind of like just like it doesn't it doesn't bring me joy because you they these people ruined it for me kind of. Yeah. Um. It's. There's two that I can think of. Um, one, first one's Doctor Who. Um, mm-hmm. the, the fandom is a mess right now. Um, and it, it not only affected my toy buying, um, but it kind of affected my, my personal relationship with the Doctor, you would say. Um, I, I like Jodie Whittaker a lot. I don't think there's a good show around her. Um, I think the companions are weak. I think that the writing is not great. Um, so I don't like the showrunner. So, um, that doesn't help. And then when you have a fandom that one can't let, you know, David Tennant go or Matt mm-hmm. Smith go, um, and they, all they want is for him to come back cause they, they're young and they're cute. And I get that they are young and they are cute. I like them, but I also like the old man with the eyebrows. I mean, yeah, you can relate to that one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, that fandom has kind of, like, kind of, like, torn itself apart. Because if you do like the new stuff, then you're awful. And you just, you're too woke. And you uh, uh, are a social justice warrior or whatever. I'm like, I don't I don't care. It's a show about a space yeah. alien that goes through space and time. If, if it's going to be a woman, great. That's not out of the realm of possibility in this show that I've seen. I do want better stories, though. And that has hurt. Um, Star Wars has definitely been a big one because, uh, I mean, what what can I say about Star Wars fandom that, I mean, it's awful. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that might be, like, top, top, top tier yeah. of just, like, it internally tearing itself apart on a regular basis anytime something new is, comes out. Yeah, it, I, it, and I don't get it. I, I, I've, I've never met people who dislike Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not a big prequel guy. You know, I'm, I, 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 I grew up in the 80s, so, like, I wasn't around when the first one came out. But, you know, I grew up on Return of the Jedi and Ewoks. I, that was the right age for me. I was five when Return of the Jedi came out. So, of course, I like Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, prequels aren't for me, but I don't bash them, though, either. I don't get mad at people for liking them. And people get mad at people who like the sequels. And, yeah, the sequels are not necessarily where I would have taken the story, but that's not why I'm in charge. Could they have done better? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to say they're perfect, but I had a good time with them, and I like them. Um, and that hasn't really affected my my toy buying in the sense that I haven't stopped buying them, but it certainly has affected my toy buying because they're not making characters that I want from those movies. Mm-hmm. And I also understand why though, too, because they don't sell. They're not, people don't want necessarily more fins and rays and pose and stuff like that. And I get yeah. that, but yeah, it, oof, being a fan of anything is so tough anymore. 
Yeah, like, cause it, it really is. I, it, you know, it, like just eat, like even in Dragon Ball, um, you know, you have those people that, you know, I love the subtitled version, but you have some people who just like flat out refuse to even like intermingle with someone who watches the dub and vice versa. And I'm just like, that's stupid. You yeah, know, I never understood fans, like that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cool. I, I like subtitle. I like the original more than anything else. You, you know, somebody else sees a couple episodes of Z and thinks it's neat. Great. We're all fans. I don't, I, I guess I just, as great as like internet and Facebook and social groups can bring us together. It really is. Yeah, it brings us Bad. together to tear us apart. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so so essentially my, my, my dilemma is I got, like, about a year or two ago, I got back into collecting the WWE figures mm-hmm. with their Elite line over at Mattel. And, like, they're, they're not, like, anything to write home about. They're, they are what they are. The head scans are, are 50-50. They either look incredible or they look like trash. Um, I even went to, like, the extent where I have on the other side of my desk... There's a full setup with like a real scale ring, the backdrop of the audience. I've got some lights set up, um, all that, that fun stuff. Even have like the, the barriers around the ring and stuff. And like, I was really, really into the line. And then I started joining more and more of these, these Facebook groups. And I'm actually in one for, there's a podcast called the major wrestling figure podcast with mm-hmm. two people who uh, used to wrestle for WWE and now I uh, actually the promotions. who those guys are. I'm, I'm impressed. I don't know much about wrestling, but I know those guys because they they would go to toy stores on YouTube all the time, and I would watch. Right, them. that that was that was pretty much what got me back into it. Yep. Is I stumbled on their stuff originally on the network because they tried to do it on the network, but WWE's just stupid and can't do things right. right. Um, and then they went and did it themselves, and that's kind of what reignited my like, wow, I really I miss collecting wrestling figures. But over the past few months, I mean, yeah, Grant, obviously everyone's kind of got like, like. You know, pandemic fever. We're all trapped in. Well, anyone who doesn't want to, you know, go and risk other people's lives or their own life, are trapped inside, and so that probably plays a little bit into it. But I feel like it's not that much. I, I almost, I almost, I don't want to blame those two, but at the same time, it is kind of their fault because they're influencers, but they they seem to be out of touch with how collecting works unless you're wealthy. Because they yeah. preach over and over that, oh, you know, we shouldn't like you shouldn't be flipping new stuff that hits the shelves. You should, you know, help each other out, you know, cosplay shipping. Like I'm a part of their Patreon, so I'm in their Patreon Facebook group. And like that's a rule is if it's on if it's currently being shipped, you cannot sell it for more than retail plus shipping. But on the flip side, Matt Cardona, I legit got in an argument with him on a, on a thread over the fact that ringside collectibles takes advantage of their customers. And they they sell them at eBay prices for things that they're getting for the same cost that Walmart is. And like the two arguments that keep getting thrown out there are essentially, well, at first the pre-orders are more expensive because they're flying them in. Sure, fine. You get them a month or two earlier than Walmart. I get that. I disagree with the fact that at that point they should all be a flat price. It should all be since, you know, some of them are $24.99. They should all be $24.99. But instead, they're like, oh, no, this person's $24.99 because you might not like him as much. This person, you're probably going to want to buy, so they're $29.99. And then they're like, oh, but if you use the discount code, you'll get, like, $2 off, so really it's only $26.99. And I'm like, no. Um, but then the Ringside claims that after the second shipment comes in, they drop their prices down the retail, which is a flat-out lie. I have never, except for when they do sales, seen a figure on their website for $19.99. 
it's always at least 22 or higher. And I get they can say, oh, well, there's a 10% off like discount code, this, that. I don't care. That's not the point of a discount code to bring it down to retail. Um, so, but then the argument against that is supply and demand. At that point, everyone wants them. Well, at that point, they're hitting Target and Walmart. So I get that distribution problems make it hard to find these figures sometimes. But to, to upcharge just because, you know, Walmart or Target can't get their shit together, like right. that's, that's still taking advantage of your customers. And they've essentially, like, I love these guys so much. Like, they, I enjoy their show. I listen to it every week. I listen to their their weird figure federation thing where they basically book fantasy shows with action figures from old lines from the wrestling world. Um, but their fan base and a lot of the wrestling fan base is almost brainwashed to the point where, like, they're taking the side of big business. They're like... No, man, they're inside's a business. They need to make money. Like, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't be collecting this line. I'm like, these are Mattel figures. We're not right. like I'm in a Mezco group. We're we're paying eighty to one hundred and fifty for figures on a regular basis, and that group at least understands like, okay, this figure was totally worth it. This figure, Mezco dropped the ball, and this is just garbage, and we deserve better. Where like, it, it all kind of like came to a head last night, um, ringside. So I have this theory of the new AEW figures. They had two chase figures, Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes. One was one of a thousand, one was one of five hundred. Obviously, a handful would go to employees, talent, influencers, so on and so forth. Well, these figures hit early August, shelves at Walmart. Not a single chase was found at Walmart. The only ones that have popped up on any social media have come from Ringside, essentially. Ringside sent two, one of each to the guys at Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. They accidentally let one slip through in a case that someone ordered, and then they've given away two Chris Jericho's. Last night, they put up the Chris Jericho chase, and they charged $100 each for it. And my theory is that they have a shady back, like backdoor deal with Jazzwares and Jeremy Padauer, where they're sending all the chases to them to scalp, because they're getting them for below retail cost, the same cost that Walmart would have paid. And it's not a chase figure at this point because you're not chasing it. You're not going out and hunting and finding it in the wild. It's an yeah. exclusive that's being scalped by the exclusive holder. Yeah. And anyone who's like spoken out about it has basically just been a crybaby and needs to get over themselves. And what do you expect? It's a chase. And when you expect from a chase, I used to collect Funko Pops. You go out to the store, you dig through all 37 of the Green Goblins and get disappointed, and then you go home until eventually <laughs> you find it or you break down and buy it for double the cost. That's a chase. Yeah. Like, so, like, the fact that anyone who opposes the almighty, like, Jazzwares and Mattel and Ringside just gets, like, eaten alive. Yeah. Well, it, kind of on the flip side, um, there was a, I don't know how much toy stuff you watch on YouTube, I'm, I'm assuming a lot. Mm -hmm. um i that's generally what i watch and me too that's like 90 percent of my youtube yeah. experience uh I, are you familiar with retro blasting i think i've seen some of their stuff yeah okay so they started out I, I thought they were a really cool channel um they would do like cartoon series reviews and then review that toy line that corresponded so a lot of 80s stuff because that's when that when he grew up and then he did a lot of videos on restorations and i thought that was really interesting so vintage toy restorations but lately, I feel, 
um, that he's just become this beacon of negativity around modern stuff. And one of the mm -hmm. videos that he put up was kind of about has bros. So like, these are people who defend Hasbro no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I fall in that category a little bit. So I guess I would almost be like that person arguing for ringside collectibles. Now I'm not, cause I don't know mm -hmm. enough about the business and the fact that they raise and fluctuate prices seems super shady. Um, but I think they're, so this is this is related and not, I guess, in certain ways, because I do critique Hasbro, but I also appreciate what they're doing and what they're trying to do. And, and there's mm -hmm. there's a difference between critiquing and constructive criticism or um, those guys. There has blow. So we got Hasbro's and Hasblow. This is a terrible name. They can make all kinds of puns. Yeah, um, I feel like, yeah, that's just asking to be called the has blow jobs. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> so I think there's a fine line there. Um, and that the problem is, is that the, it's the internet and people don't look things up or do any research and they just decide their opinion is fact when they don't really know anything. Um, so I think that's like a combination of that. I think that maybe what you're seeing a little bit, if that's mm. making sense at all. Yeah, um, I, I get it. Cause yeah, there are there, like, yeah. I did a segment every week of this show for the first like two months about basically us tearing NECA a new asshole because of the shit show that they caused. Right. So I've been on both sides of that spectrum where I'm like, they're do they're finally fixing the problems. They're doing this and that they're going in the right direction. And in other weeks I'm like, they are garbage. They need to get their shit together. So like I, I I'm about, I'm pretty fluid when it comes with my opinion about things. I let it based yeah. week to week based on what the current conditions are. I'm not going to be like, no, I don't care how many times they screw up. NECA is God, but like, yeah. no, like I, I very much so like if, if something happens, you need to take the right steps and fix it. Or my, my opinion is going to start to kind of go down yeah. and vice versa. If you do things to fix it, my opinion goes back up. It's weird because you know, the, the whole concept of pricing is a little odd because we're at this point, we're used to a $20 price point for a, an action figure. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think a lot of fans don't, especially because I belong, like I belong to like this Masters of the Universe Origins group, and this Masters of the Universe Origins group is going nuts with the fact that they're getting their kids to play with these figures that they played with as kids because they look the mm -hmm. same. And while that's cute, I, I'm not buying a lot of it. I, mm -hmm. The kids don't play with toys. I had yeah. one; they didn't play with toys. Uh, it's just they're not interested anymore. They don't play video games. They, they, they do if they're like at that like two year old like right, age. Right. Yeah. But once they get like three figures. or four, it seems like instantly it's it's yeah. give me give me an iPad. Yeah. Action figures are like 30 and up. I mean, let's let's get real here. Um, we're the audience. Kids are not going to come in and save the toy industry. And uh, I think a lot of people just aren't realistic in their expectations on what a toy company should do. Now, mm -hmm. in the sense of ringside, that seems really weird that they're getting like they, they could possibly be getting this stuff from jazzwares. Um, I also think that if they're going to be, because from what I know about them, they're kind of the premier dealer in wrestling. Oh, yeah. they, they are the, the biggest wrestling figure distributor in, in yeah. Or like the world their own exclusives, right? Sometimes yeah. They, they get their own ringside. Mattel yep. exclusive. They even got like with the AW line, they got exclusives through that too. Yeah. So if they're working so closely in conjunction, I guess I don't really understand why they can't ship them. Mattel can't ship them whole cases of certain figures that they know are going to be 
popular. Hasbro mm-hmm. does it. They don't do it to Walmart and Target, but as a individual retailer or an independent retailer, you can buy whole cases of characters. You could get whole cases of Mandos. You could get whole cases of, you know, whatever. So I guess that would be my thing. Like, why isn't Mattel giving them that option? If they, maybe they are. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's but hard it, to tell. It almost yeah. seems like it's not. It's, it's all still by case breakdowns. Mm-hmm. So for a figure to fluctuate, like, that's what kind of bugs me about Amazon. Even Amazon will fluctuate, and it's being sold and shipped from Amazon. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden a Destro figure from Classified is 35 bucks. It's like, well, this isn't like the stock market. It's it's an action figure. So it should be nineteen ninety nine. Not until it hits a, maybe a secondary seller if they want to recharge for it. But uh, yeah, the whole the whole industry and the whole fandom is super weird right now. I think I'm rambling at this point. Um, I mean, I rambled for like fifteen minutes about like yeah. how how I, I feel like the the wrestling figure collecting like world has just kind of decided, Oh, you're either with big, big business or you're against us. Like, yeah. So like dude, don't, don't feel bad a, at all. <laughs> there's a problem. I think across almost all fandoms right now. Um, you know, I see it in almost every group, but people are just angry and, and maybe it is because we're at home or, you know, we're, our country's not in the greatest shape, no matter which side you're on. Yeah. It's, it's a shit show. Thing, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. And uh, people can't agree on even the most simplest things like. I- I'm not even going to get into it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and I stand a- a very similarly in that yeah. kind of sense. But uh, I just people just can't they can't have conversations. You know, the, the minute somebody agrees with somebody, we, we deviate to name calling immediately mm-hmm. on social media or in forums or, you know, bulletin boards. If that still even exists, that's. Whew, that's oh, you just dated time. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I would hook up to my prodigy accounts. Yeah. Oh, boy. Circa 1993. Oh, man. I was yeah. two years old. Yeah. I was 14. So, yeah. But, yeah, people are angry. Stuff doesn't make sense. I wish companies were a little more upfront about certain things. But then again, I also think maybe some of them are like, I think super seven is really upfront about stuff oh, yeah. and people give them shit constantly. So I, I don't know what the see, right I must not is. be in the right places. Cause I, I feel like everything I see has just been like people sucking off super seven. Oh like, my God. I'm glad that's the way it's heading. Cause I probably have left all these groups, but Oh my God, they, they, they would go after Brian Flynn with a pitchfork and they want to take off his head and he's the worst and masters of the universe fans are, are probably, I think one of the most toxic fandoms outside of star Wars. of just a toy based mm-hmm. fandom. Oh, masters of the universe is terrible. So oh, that's where that, that's where those. I see a lot of that. Come from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, great. I didn't really pay attention to super seven until the turtles started right. rolling out. So like everything I saw was like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever Bye, NECA. Like, so maybe yeah. it's just Randy took the heat. Rand- Randy's now on, on everyone's shit list. So they've moved on. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we we still don't know the workings behind all the deals that got made because you know Viacom owns Nickelodeon, which owns TMNT mm-hmm. now, um, and they've obviously kind of let that license spread. So you know, NECA has it, 
um, Super 7 has it. You know, Playmates, while they're not really doing anything with it, are still the master license holder. So there had to be all these agreements. And I assume Super 7 is able to do it because they are primarily a mail order based mm -hmm. company. So that's how they're able to sell them. And then NECA, they're a retailer. And so they have to go through these stores and go through exclusives. And that's why they're they're experimenting with their online. So I think that's how they're skirting around it. But I don't know how those contracts exactly work. See, I have a theory about all that when it comes to NECA. So I, I believe that when NECA first got the, the go-ahead to do the Turtle stuff, and it was just you know Comic-Con and, and NYCC exclusive stuff, mm -hmm. that Playmates was playing hardball. They're like... No, we're still, you know, we're still doing decent in sales. We don't want any competition. These are the terms. Take them or leave them. But over the years, as Playmates has pretty much just, like, turned to hot dog shit and no one's buying their stuff, they've loosened up. And NECA just never went back to the negotiation table after they got the Target deal. That's possible. I, I also like I, I floated a theory on my show and it got me and one of the co-hosts and we got into a pretty big argument over it. <laughs> I feel but, like I've probably heard this one. <laughs> yeah, I, but I and this is grand. This is unheard of in the toy industry. So this would be the, the like uh, one of the only times this has happened. But I think that Playmates is potentially getting some sort of kickback for these other companies also having the license because you also oh, I'd almost guarantee it dc collectibles did it last year with their mm -hmm. teenage mutant turtles versus batman line so and there's some other company well mondo did them they're, now they're the large scale and there's another company that's doing another type of figure and it's like what's going on here that you know we have playmates with the master toy license but now like there's all these other companies involved and i just wonder if there is some sort of Oh, yeah. I, me and Jamar have talked about that, though. Like, I feel like there's got to be some sort of, like, percentage of sales that, mm -hmm. that Playmates gets because they, they certainly aren't making money with their stuff. Right. So why not get paid to sit back in the shade while someone else get, like, goes and makes better figures that people actually want? They're going to make I more money off that than making stuff that's going to sit on the pegs until it gets thrown away. Right. I'm definitely interested in how that works with Super 7 because those designs are the Playmates designs. And a lot of those characters were strictly Playmates characters. They didn't show mm -hmm. up in the comic or the cartoon until maybe later when they were developed as a toy. They might have shown up in the Archie comic, but that was directly kind of based on the on the cartoon itself. So I I do wonder, like, did they the Super Seven have to pay a royalty to Playmates for those designs? Is or is that just tied up in the the TMNT license altogether? And if Playmates ever lost the license, say like Bandai did with Power Rangers, because that was mm -hmm. crazy when that happened. Um, you know, if Playmates would lose it all together, how does that then affect NECA or Super 7 going forward? So it, I, I would love to, to know more about that. Right. I'd love to, to be in the room where those those mm -hmm. deals happen just to just to see the logistics of like, OK, how much of the shaft is Playmates giving these other companies yeah. to to make these figures happen. And that, yeah. that's why my theory is that like NECA just because they were on such the nice at first and they got that little bit of leeway on the leash, they just were too afraid to go back to the table. But then it's suddenly like, you've got super seven who's like NECA's not making anything that playmates was making. So they weren't competition right. at all. Like right. 
they're not making 90s cartoon or movie turtles or anything like that. They're they're making based off the new cartoon and repacking the the old 80s toys. Yeah. Um but then when Super 7 comes out is literally doing the same thing but better that Playmates would be doing. Right. Neck is like, "Well, wait. Is that an option? Like can we do like big boy like stuff like that?" And I think that's why we got those like online made to order stuff was because okay that's the same vein as what they're doing with super seven but with the neck of figures so right. like i'm i honestly like deep down really feel like it was just neca was afraid to go up to to big boss man over at uh playmates thinking like we don't want to lose this license this is making us too much money we enjoy right. it was just you know don't rock the boat if you don't have to but then super seven came and they flipped the boat over Right. So like it's, it's yeah, it's uh, so so many different things that could really be going on. It, we could be dead wrong and it could just be like oh, yeah. Nickelodeon oh, yeah. stepped in and was like, listen, if you're not going to make some toys and make us some money, someone else is. So either let right. these people do it or you're not doing it anymore kind of thing. And that could probably that's probably more likely what it is. That's the easiest one. Yeah, it's not nearly as, you know, it's not as interesting, but it doesn't yeah, make for sexy. good YouTube television. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. So now that we've rambled for like a half hour about, you know, the toy industry and, and the toxic fan bases, let's go yeah. ahead and just wrap up the show. Um, before we go, I do want to remind everyone about our giveaway. Once we got 350 YouTube subscribers, we will be giving away a first place prize of the NECA Ultimate Metalhead and the Musical Mutagen box bundle, which includes the extra large T-shirt, tote bag, souvenir ticket, backstage pass and four guitar picks. All you have to do is retweet or share the post on Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag MarnToyFair100. Make sure if you are on Instagram, you are sharing it to your page. I cannot see your stories after they're gone. So if it's not on your page, I'm not going to find it. So when we hit there, you're pretty much SOL. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you have to subscribe to the channel because that's the whole point of this. Um, but that's going to be it for this week's Modern Toy Fair news. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can catch Jamar over at Media Junkie with his Why Are You a Gamer podcast. Right now he is on hiatus for a few months just because he did have a baby boy. And they're still, you know, adjusting everything with that. So go back and listen to all the episodes that he did previously. I think there's got to be at least 20 or 30 of them at this point. It's a great show. Just has a conversation with different people in the video game world and finding out why they enjoy it why they became and then of course we have nate who's with the figuratively speaking podcast he gave us an update last week do you have any news or anything where people can find you guys um you can still go to a uh, fig speak pod on instagram see our posts uh, you can follow us on facebook um i think the plan is that we should be back uh within the the beginning of november i think we're going to take this approach um the discord zoom type of approach we used to always do it uh, live together um that was part of the fun but you know getting to do this uh with you like i still see you i can see what you're showing mm-hmm. me and i i think this works so i think this is how we're going to end up coming back um because we've missed so much and so many good topics and uh it's hard to fight with with cory on our little group me uh text chat instead of doing it on air <laughs> in person <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that on a personal constantly. level. Constantly, <laughs> yeah. Like for for people who have watched the show since the beginning, we used to have a show called Family Fight Club over at Media mm-hmm. Junkie, and it literally yep. evolved from just the five of us arguing in our group chat. And we're like, you know what? 
we should make this into a podcast. And then we made it a little more structured into like a game show. And yep. yeah, it, it's, it, it really is not as fun to argue with someone and tell them that they're wrong when you can't see their face. Right. Right. Especially because <laughs> I know I'm right. <laughs> After we just talked about toxic toy, uh, toy fans and <laughs> stuck in their ways. You are always right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So make sure to check that uh, podcast out and keep track yeah, of that. Oh, my God. We've got like 70 some episodes out there. I mean, even though it's old news, um, some of the conversations are really fun. We do get into a lot of weird discussions, conspiracy theories, but not like not like QAnon or anything like that. I mean, like, <laughs> toys. Uh, the Illuminati's yeah. of the of the toy industry. Yeah, we, you know, we talk a lot because on that show, like with the three of us we're we're based around like marvel legends star wars uh transformers import stuff um it used to i used to be pretty heavy on the gi joe side when i was uh doing the club stuff and uh people didn't like when i talked about gi joe it was weird <laughs> i, I, I will say this change their mind now because classified is so hot but Oh, probably people love G.I. Joe now. Yeah, um, I will say this. I, I can vouch that the show isn't something where it's like, oh, because it was on at this time, they talked about these things that it doesn't work because 90 percent of the show is you guys literally talking about like, oh, I was at Walgreens this week and I found this finally. It just hit, started hitting shelves. And then you guys just start talking about that. And it like turns into something completely mm-hmm. separate that had nothing yeah. to do with the original toy you're talking about. So it's yeah. it's not something where you have to be like. It's not like this show where we're we're literally talking about what's popular this week. It's something where it's more of just like three dudes getting together, talking about what toys they just bought and just having a good time. Like, yeah, and that, that's yeah. really it's we try to make it fun. Yeah, it's definitely a good listen. So go and check them out. Like you said, it's, it's Fig Speak podcast on Instagram. And then they're also just figuratively speaking podcast on Facebook. Uh, if you'd like to support my channel, though, of course, like and subscribe. But also, you can click the little link below for tpublic.com. I have anything from shirts, phone cases, pillows, masks, all sorts of stuff with our logo on it, along with a bunch of different designs I've worked up in the good old Photoshop. And if you enjoy our faces, hit the little bell, get notifications when our videos go up. We have Modern Toy Fair news on Fridays and Modern Toy Fair reviews on Mondays. However, if you hate our faces and you just want to hear our voices shout at you for an hour, I have an audio-only version of the podcast. Modern Toy Fair News is available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and other podcast apps you know and love. So check that out. And Spotify, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, So check that out, and we will see you next week. Same toy time, same toy fair channel. Thank you for watching.